I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Open the pod bay doors, now. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Today, I'm joined by our in-house Marvel expert, Angus, as well as Matt and Josh. Big thank you for all coming on. How are you all going? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks for having us. Yeah, cheers, man, for having us on. Good to be back. No worries. Good to have you. We've got some serious content for the listeners today. So today, we'll be changing it up and breaking down two movies in this episode, Morbius, led by Jared Leto, as well as the Wizarding World spin-off sequel, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore, directed by David Yates and starring Mads Mikkelsen, Jude Law and Eddie Redmayne. And to help us get through the episode, we'll be drinking a variety of beers. Boys, what have we all got? Uh, I've got a tropical pale ale, fresh, fruity and crushable. <laughs> uh, Very bit good. Of, bit of Shark Island Brewing Company. Yeah, yeah, nice. Pale ale. A few shitty beers for a few <laughs> shitty movies. Hold on. Yeah, bottom of the uh, fridge the beers. Coop, Cooper's Brewery Dark Ale. <laughs> oh, God. For these dark, dark movies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so if you just want to hear about one of the two movies, we'll leave the timestamps in the show notes so you can skip ahead and we won't bore you with uh, the pain of some of these. And as always, please make sure you're following the podcast on your chosen streaming platform. And leave a five-star review. Also, check out the Cinemaze YouTube channel where I post video essays on film and TV characters. Now, let's get into it. As always, with these uh, episodes, we like to get an idea of who our guests are and what they like to watch. So, I like to ask a few questions about cinema. First question, I'll start with you, Josh. Timothy Chalamet or Tom Holland? Ooh, two young actors, yep. arguably... In their prime at the moment, but I For think sure. it's got to be Chalamet. Nice. Um, he Why? just has. I think he's just a better actor. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Tom Holland's a great actor. Yeah. Um, and arguably, probably the best Spider-Man out there. But I think you know, recently watched June, um, and I think that's one of Chalamet's best performances. Call 100%. Me by Your Name as well. Another yeah. great movie. Absolutely. Um, so it's hard to put that past him. I think. For sure. 
Agreed. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I've gone with um, Timothy as well. I think um, his breadth of work is just greater. Um, yeah, so a couple mentioned there. Obviously, June. I think also um, Beautiful Boy is oh, yeah. a very oh, a underrated film yeah. by him. Uh, and also Willy Wonka coming up soon. That he's doing. That's right. Yeah, Willy he's Wonka. got quite a few. So, Edward Scissorhands as well. Yeah. yeah. So he's got a wow. big slate coming through. So, yeah, good answer there. Uh, I'll play devil's advocate here. <laughs> being the in-house Marvel expert. I would have said Timothee Chalamet, but I'll just say Tom Holland. Uh, I recently watched Call Me By Your Name for the first time. I reckon Tom Holland has that range in him. Um, if he was to do Call yeah, Me By Your Name. Yeah, if he was to do that movie, if, okay. if, you give him more, if you give him more roles outside of playing Spider-Man. Well, yeah, remember yeah. Tom Holland in um, Impossible or the scenario? When he was 11 movie? years yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. Like 11 years old. <laughs> That's and he was great. Yeah, yeah he was. Devil all the time, pretty like... Not a well-known movie, That's but he really was pretty decent in that. He is really good in that. Um, and you've got to take into the fact that he's also British and most of the time he's playing American roles. That's pretty talented. Yeah, for sure. That, that does kind of get swept under the rug. So nice take there, Angus. Uh, next question, Wes Anderson or Paul Thomas Anderson? Ooh, it's a tough one, but I think I have to give it to Wes Anderson. Okay, um, nice. Just because I love Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. I think it's a great movie. Also love Fantastic Mr. Fox as well. 100%. I think that's a very underrated movie. Absolutely. Um, and I think he has a unique style that isn't yeah. really matched by any other director out there, in my opinion. For sure. It's very – he's crafted it himself and it's very him and – yeah. His movies are just very enjoyable and lighthearted. So yeah, don't get me wrong. Paul Thomas Anderson's got yeah. good flicks as well, but yeah, hundred percent. It's a it's a tough question, and that's why yeah. we asked them. There will be blood takes the takes the cake from those two directors for me. So, and okay. I recently watched Grand Budapest as well, so that's fresh in my mind. That and was, you thought, that was a, no, that was a great. Well, they're movie very experience. different movies, of course. But my sort of vibe of a movie P, uh, PTAs, there will be blood, probably hits that a bit more. Okay, cool, interesting, Matt. Yeah, I've also gone with Wes Anderson. Um, to be fair, I don't think I've seen many Paul Thomas Anderson films. Like, fair enough. There will be blood. I don't think I've seen it. Um, so maybe it's a recommendation. <laughs> so I can't really um, compare, but I do yeah. love Fantastic Mr. Fox. Nah, it's a good. Yeah. It's a good one for sure. Next question: Zendaya or Anya Taylor Joy? Um, is it a competition? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So I've gone with Zendaya. I think. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is also great, I think, in Northman. I'm yet to see it, but I think she'll be all. She is really good in Northman. I was quite disappointed, actually. I went to go um, uh, book some tickets for Hoyts for the Northman. It's not even showing anymore. No way. I feel like it came out like two weeks ago. Yeah, they they, had like one session for like like four days. So I feel like it's going to be, yeah, I don't know if that's because it's performed poorly in the... No, I think it's it's okay for like like, an indie film. I think it's just too like out there, like, to X-rated or R-rated or whatever you call right. it. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is pretty right. brutal, but yeah. still, I'm surprised by that. Yeah, so yeah. I can't wait to see that. But yeah, uh, Zendaya, I think she's um, been doing some great stuff. Uh, also, um, in Euphoria. Yeah, I haven't seen Euphoria. We'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's that black and, and white film she was recently in with? Uh, I don't know it, but yeah, it's like yeah. a short film. And with, also uh, like John The Washington. Greatest Showman. Everyone always forgets oh, that she was in that movie. film. Yeah, true. Yeah. With my boy Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, she's she's definitely um, you know taking some some better roles from her Disney days. So, good answer there. Look, I'll, I'll hit Zendaya as well. Um, Being the Marvel expert, no, I <laughs> honestly uh, I haven't seen The Witch from Anya Taylor Joy. I've seen Queen's Gambit, obviously. I don't just something about her facial expression and the way she acts. 
for me, it feels one dimensional. It feels like she can only do so, like certain characters. Okay. What about she, the Northman? That felt one dimensional for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I don't agree. You don't have to. You don't have to agree. I don't agree. I don't agree. <laughs> I think she's she does it like because that's her character. In well, exactly. Most, but uh, she's she getting typecast to these really like solemn, staring characters that don't like. Like Skarsgård is like screaming, yeah, like, think and about, that, think and about going what either she, way. Think about what she's played. Like Split, pretty serious, like tormented character. The Northman, like playing a witch. The witch playing a witch. Like, yeah, you know, she, she, she hasn't got like a comedy role yet. And maybe when she does, yeah. Well, Queen's Gambit, she's she's pretty a serious, bit comedic, she's still. serious man. Takes drugs, like she's chess, bro. She's a bit more fun. Uh, <laughs> I would okay. say Zendaya's range is de- right. definitely been shown off way more. <laughs> you were big on your Taylor Joy. No, nah, I just think like people throw her under the rug. Like she's, I think it'll be a talented. Conversation in five years' time. Yeah, I, think. I agree. Yeah. We'll see what you think <laughs> by then, Angus. Yeah, when this is going in five years' time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question: the other guys or wedding crashes? Oh, another tough one. Um, but recently watched both of them. Uh, in preparation for this, and I think I have to give it to the other guys. Nice, just because of that tuna monologue. I think the it's tu- uh, so iconic. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wedding Crashes, great movie. I wish they did a second one. Hundred um, percent. Funeral Crashes. Yeah, Funeral Crashes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. I don't think that could be made anymore. <laughs> like those yeah. sorts of comedies, but, but I think the other guys for me is the like top three comedy movies yeah. of all time. Hundred percent. It's so quotable. It's so rewatchable as well. Matt? Yeah, I've gone with the wedding crashes actually. Oh, okay. I just think um, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson are just dynamic duo. Um, yeah, great pairing. I just think, yeah, I, I don't get me wrong, I do like the other guys, but I feel like you've either got a spot for Will Ferrell or you don't. Like, I feel yeah. like sometimes <laughs> you can be like, okay, bro, like this is a bit, this is a bit cringy now. Um, yeah. And like, I feel like with, um, yeah, like I love Mark Wahlberg as well, but yeah, wedding crashes. For me. No, I agree. I think like. I don't think I've seen any of Will Ferrell's recent stuff, like Daddy Home and all that, because I think that's, you know, yeah. getting a bit cringe yeah. from his, like, better stuff. Holmes and Watson, you can miss that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I do see what you mean. Nice take there. Angus? Um, I'll go Wedding Crashes too. Um, probably watched it uh, two times more than the other guys. Okay. And I, I find that a bit more quotable. Um, yeah, just Vince Vaughn, he's... I reckon he's one of the top comedy actors and it's a shame that you don't see him in many of those roles anymore. Yeah. Well, he is, he is older and he's kind of gone to the more dramatic mm. stuff, which is kind of good. Uh, next question, Ozark or Euphoria? Uh, I have not seen it either. <laughs> oh, that's okay. on my street cred, but it's, Ozark's on the list and um, I think Euphoria will be my next binge show. I'm currently watching Succession. Nice. Um, so I will get to it eventually, but yeah. not at this stage. Can I absolutely attest that they're both to the same caliber of succession? So oh, okay. Stick Big with tool. it. He's got to throw stick succession in there to get brownie points from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt? Um, yeah, Ozark. I haven't actually watched Euphoria. Okay. Um, but I watched Ozark when it first came out. Nice. Um, so you've been a loyal Ozark fan. Yeah. Um, so I do like it. I think it's a really like unique take. Um, and uh, yeah, I honestly haven't seen Euphoria and I don't think I will. Um, Fair enough. I've That's just, all right. I don't know. Like I kind of want to as well, but I've seen a lot of um, like memes and stuff. It's just like <laughs> the boys who haven't seen Euphoria. And it's just like, let's unite kind of thing like that. Yeah. Like <laughs> people are just like kind of talking shit about it. But Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. 
Angus? Uh, I'll say Euphoria because I've only watched season one of Ozark. So you never <laughs> know. In, you just gave up on it after. In a couple months' time, I might change my answer. But yeah, nah. Season four. Which season one is four. better in your opinion? I don't know. They're very different. Like you, Ozark, you're talking about a family that launders money for a drug cartel, whereas mm. Euphoria is like a teen drama. Um, yeah. But I'd probably say Euphoria is better. Um, is that because you made a video about it or? <laughs> no, <laughs> but listeners should check that out anyway. But um, no, I just think like it's very, un- they're both very unique, but, um, you know, it's season four of Ozark. It does get a bit repetitive and they're, right. they're closing it off. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it can get a bit stale, but it's still really good. Um, so I go with Euphoria there. Now into the deeper questions. First one, most memorable movie that you saw in theaters? Um, look, Marvel movies going to hold a special place in my heart, but yep. for me, it's actually Sam Mendes, nineteen seventeen. Wow! Um, just nice. because I went and saw it with my dad, um, <clears throat> I think we just come out of lockdown at the yep. time it came out, and Dad isn't a big movie fan. Um, every time we go to the cinemas, he usually walks out halfway through. No way. Um, but <laughs> that is yeah, a we both sin. walked out of <laughs> 1917 just absolutely gobsmacked by yeah. what we watched. The so, ending as well is oh, an absolute climax. Incredible. There is and one. the way he made that film anyway. We don't need to go into it, but yeah, yeah it's, a great, it's a great movie. Absolutely. can definitely see why that was memorable. Uh, yeah, I think like No Way Home trumps everything, but... Yeah. Oh, maybe be a little bit different because I feel like No Way Home is a very common answer. Um, I feel like the first Avatar was very, okay. uh, very, very memorable just yeah. because at the time, I think it was like, what, 2012? It, it might out. have been like 2008 even. Yeah, like, I got, it was a yeah. long time ago. Long time. But at the time, you were like in like year six or something like that. With the 3D glasses. Yeah, and you were like. Whoa, like this is like, like at the time, like the CGI and like the film of it was just like, yeah, incredible. Um, so yeah, give it to bring those 3D glasses back. I reckon, I think they are for the um, no way, second one, really. I, I heard somewhere that they no bring way. 3D glasses back for some film. And I, was just like, <laughs> I, have like a, I have like a whole box of like 30 of them in my house. Oh my god, Spike is 3D, <laughs> most underrated film, so iconic. Next question, fastest TV show binge. There's a lot, <laughs> um, uh, but probably Killing Eve, um, one of my okay. favourite TV shows ever, and I think I watched the first season in probably a day. Is that with um, Jodie Comer? Jodie Comer, Sandra Oh, yeah. uh, BBC show. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely give it a watch if you can. Why, Fantastic. I, I've heard good things. Why is it so bingeable? Um, I think the character Villanelle, played by Jodie Comer, is just so unique and different that you don't really see any other TV characters like that. Wow. Um, what, and the like, dynamic between Jodie Comer and Sandro is amazing. Uh, when you see them on screen together, it's really worth watching. Okay, cool. Is it like based on a true story or something like that? I don't know. I don't know, actually. Might be. Yeah. Interesting. Matt, fastest binge? Yeah, so uh, I'm not a big binge TV kind of guy. Like I um, I like to space it out so I've got something to watch every night kind of thing. Okay. So I'm an um, anti-binger. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of an anti-binger, but in saying that, um, I've got two, which I wasn't sure which one to go with. So the first one being actually Game of Thrones for the second time around. Okay. I think I watched um, uh, for about all eight seasons in like a month. Which that's is like pretty good. Not that's bad. Yeah. Not bad. But um, and that's for the second time. And then the other option was uh, actually Bridgerton. 
Okay. Like a Netflix TV show. I think yeah, I watched yeah. that in. That's it's one season of like eight or ten, and I watched that in about yeah. a season two just came out as well. Yeah, I watched yeah. it. Yeah. Do you endorse that? Yeah, it's actually pretty decent TV. Actually, season one is much better than season two, in my opinion. Okay, so I watched, it's like old timey England, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not about that. Well, <laughs> yeah. Is it like trashy or is it actually like good? No, I, I thought it was actually quite good. Um, like it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's like that old timey, like English, like, I don't know, 16, 1700 yeah. kind of thing like that. But it's just like, it's got a lot of twists and a lot of like, it's it's a, like more of a, like a drama TV show. Right. Um, so it's not just like a rom-com type thing? No, no. It's like, so it's like deep stuff going on under the surface. Of yeah, this, like, yeah, exactly. Like a lot of backstabbing, a lot of okay. like. Okay. Um, cool. And uh, yeah, so that was in a, that was a probably about over a weekend, maybe four days. Nice. Um, I'll throw another one out there. Um, the the Ted Bundy like documentary oh, yeah. tapes. Oh yeah, so, that was good. So yeah, not the Zac Efron movie, like the like the, the, the six or tapes. eight episode yeah. confession tapes. They leave you on a like a cliffhanger one. every time, and, and yeah. you know that it's like a real story, and the whole yeah. world followed it. Mm. So that was you cool. know they left a lot out of that. What for? Uh, what reason? Just because he did even more insanely like tit of things um, that they couldn't include. Yeah, uh, I won't even probably, say that. Yeah, but. probably not Netflix. Uh, <laughs> Netflix, right? No, no, but definitely a good show. Zach Efron is pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah, in the dramatized version yeah. for sure. Our next question: favorite Australian movie. Um, do, Australian movie does it have to be made in Australia or what's the criteria? Um, yeah, I don't when know. I was searching this, a lot of it was so made in Australia that aren't Australian, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. I'd say it's pretty open ended. Like whether it's based in Australia, whether it's made in Australia, whether it's made by someone who is Australian. Right. Right. Okay. Take your yeah. pick. I, I had a I had a quick like look through. Um, so I went with Lion. Okay. Uh, yeah. With yeah. Dev Patel. Yeah, I think because that's a pretty true Australian film. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and I thought that was yeah. I've watched it two or three times. I think it's yeah. just an incredible moving uh, picture. Um, but yeah, if you were to say like filmed in Australia, like Mad Max Fury Road, I think mm. is somewhat Australian. Hundred yeah, percent. One of the best movies of all time. Yeah, so good. There, there's some seriously underrated Australian films. Oh. So. Rabbit Proof Fence. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> From watching that in school. That's yeah, cool. Right. No, it's actually a good yeah, story. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's They're a- like all, like majority Australian actors. Um, you can see here the main actor is not Australian. But yeah, good story. I remember we, like, I think I watched it like three times throughout school, like in yeah. different classes yeah. in different years. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, classic school movie, but it is it is a good movie. Josh? Um, thinking about it now, probably a movie called Red Dog. Okay. Oh, I've never one? got around to actually it's watching sad, it. that one. Yeah. It's pretty sad, but um yeah, it's set in WA. Um but yeah, I think that that movie hits pretty close to home for me. If anyone's got a dog, um, yeah, it's guaranteed yeah, tears yeah. I reckon. It's kind of like Marley and me. <laughs> I, think I think that's why I haven't watched it cuz I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't want to like still put scarred. myself <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still scarred <laughs> yeah. from Marley and me. Um but no, I've heard good things about it, so good answer there. Next question, a movie that you think everyone needs to see. This is a really tough one. There's so many um, good options out there. Um, <coughs> American Psycho. Nice. Great I think. Movie. Great so, movie. Okay, so I rewatched it um, last week um, and I don't know what is going on, but it's not on a single streaming site. Is it it's not? It's been taken down off everything. So I wow. had to um, watch it uh, on the internet. Um, <laughs> Illegally. I not say anything. <laughs> um, but I was very, very confused and I was Googling and I was trying to yeah, find yeah. it all. 
Wow. I was just taken down from everything. Um, yeah, so American Psycho is just, I just, I think it is, like, it is obviously so gruesome and just so intense, but I find it so hilarious, like, yeah. that they have been able to picture, like, this character, Patrick Bateman, as just, like, I think it's so accurate that it's funny. Yeah, Like, that absolutely. kind of Wall Street, like, yeah. you know, that, that kind the of... morning routine when he's getting ready. Oh, oh it's, it's so iconic. iconic. Yeah. It's so good. And Bale is just amazing. So, definitely need to see it if you haven't already. I'll go uh, Manchester by the Sea. Okay. Casey Affleck's best performance. Yep. Um, Pretty dark though. It's dark, man. But like if you're if you're like emotional on a Sunday or something and you really want to get in your feelings even more and you flick that on. <laughs> you want to get darker every <laughs> yeah. Sunday. Wow, it's going to hurt you. But um, yeah, I remember watching like and then you get 15 minutes through and you find out why this guy is like so dark. Yep. And it's insane the scene that they show you like what happens and just like his acting. Um, so yeah, a great, great flick there. Hundred percent, Josh. Um, <coughs> another obscure answer, but a f- French film called Amelie. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, Toto, yeah. Who was also in the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, um, and I remember watching it when I was about fifteen. I must have been studying French or something. Um, and it's just a film about how good things come to those who do deeds for other people. Um, and I just found it really interesting for some reason. So yeah. It's, it's one of those films you can put on and just feel really good about. Yeah. Um, after you've seen it. <laughs> bit so, different to uh, Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> oh, so after you watch Manchester by the Sea, put on Amelie. And then you'll level out. <laughs> yeah, you'll be net. No, I've I, I've always like seen it and needed to watch it. Yeah. Like, you know, it's on the list. So, so um, it's in French, obviously, right? Yeah, it's in so, French, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, good answer those though. captions for sure next question favorite streaming service it's got to be netflix you reckon uh, i think I, everything gets taken off netflix yeah it's i know for like but, a month. well you got bridgerton <laughs> that's it that's all you need right <laughs> so uh i'm, I'm very, quite particular right and with stan the one thing that annoys me the most is the is the search bar i don't know if you've realized it but yeah. it's across in one line yeah. and you're like clicking like to get from a to z yeah uh, that i find that functionally so frustrating it's, yeah. it makes it turns me off stan <laughs> um but yeah i think i honestly haven't spent too much time on the other um platforms like a bit on amazon prime but i'm like i pay for amazon prime why am i paying to rent films as well like i get yeah, that they've true. got everything um but netflix i think has just got like i feel like you can just go on netflix and just like be able to find something. You'll be able to find heaps of stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Good I'll answer. I'll say Stan. The, the amount of times I look up a movie, like what streaming site it's on, and I'm shocked that, oh, it's on Stan. Stan like, has a lot. And it like, makes me happy that it's yeah. there. So I'm like, okay, sweet. But also their browse section is, is shit. Like, because it shows all, you all the Stan originals, which aren't that good. No. Yeah. And you can never, like, I, if I browsed, I would never see like movies that I would like to watch. No, yeah. When I search, like, when you I have search to know them up, what you want. I'm like, if you oh, want it's on Stan. But then you have to search it. So yeah. It yeah. That's a good thing I like about Netflix. Yeah. Netflix like, shows you, watch you like, this the film. popular stuff. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, these might, like, because the algorithm knows what yeah. you would want to watch. Algorithm. Yeah. This is just a feedback session for Stan. So if you're listening out there, yeah, you can have this. Josh? Um, just because I'm using it at the moment, it would probably be binge. Okay. Um, just because I'm using it. Yeah, Game a lot of, Thrones, of HBO. Game of Thrones yeah. is on there as well. So, yeah, a lot of good movies as well. Um, yeah. Some content that's not on other platforms. So, Definitely. Yeah, probably binge. Uh, good answer. Last question. TV show that you're watching at the moment, you guys have already kind of mentioned them, but any others? I'm watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, shout out Ethan Wilkes. He's been pressuring me to watch that for, for months. Is it good? 
I started. You're thankful like, started that like Ethan a, is recommended. Like a week ago. It's the longest running sitcom apparently. <coughs> yeah. Started a week ago. I'm on season eight already. I think. Are you kidding? Season eight in eight seasons <laughs> Wait, in a week. Yeah. How many episodes? Per season? <laughs> I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just, I just, I just swipe my mouse up. I'm like, oh, I'm on like season five now. <laughs> oh my god. Surely they're fine. Are you like watching crazy. it at work? Or they're something? like twenty. They're like twenty minutes long. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. Wow. Um, That's some serious yeah. binging. That was a bit like with me in the office. Um, yeah. So I am watching it for the third time. Um, call me stale, but I'm actually not a big TV show guy. I'm more of a movie guy. Okay. Like if I'm like finished work or whatever, like come home and then you're like, oh, like what should we do? Just like let's yeah. put on a, like a movie. Um, however, I am watching Moon Knight. I've got it. I've, so I'm up to the season finale. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it right you now. I'm not, it? I'm, yeah. Yeah, it's it's okay. There's a lot of ends to tie up in the last, last Yeah, episode. no, I can't wait for the last episode but that's really the only tv show oh, actually i actually started watching um the chilling adventures of sabrina oh yeah, yeah sabrina the witch um like TV yeah, show. yeah i've never watched it myself but i have heard so, about it. yeah Is sabrina the witch like a show back from like the 80s or something yeah this is just like um is it a yeah. spin-off? Or? No, no, no. Yeah, it's like the same thing, but it's like redone like Netflix style. Right. Oh, okay. like, it's like Riverdale from the same comics. Right. Um, so, yeah, I started that last night and it's not bad. Interesting. We'll see. Josh, Interesting. what are you watching? Yeah, well, other besides, than Succession. <laughs> other than Succession, I've just started Winning Time on Binge. Okay. Uh, which oh, is nice. a show about the Showtime Lakers. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good so far. I only watched one episode. Um, nice. So No, I've heard good things about Winning Time as well. So, good answers there, boys. Now, getting into the Cinemates elevator pitch, in the last episode, we had a pitch from Millie who recommended Call Me By Your Name. And I can't believe I hadn't watched this yet, but it was so, so good. I absolutely loved it. Such a beautiful movie. Um, You know, Arnie Hammer and Timothy Chalamet, they absolutely kill it. The story is just so wholesome. Um, It made me want to go to Italy, like, as I was watching it. Um, and I just enjoyed it so much that I think it actually might deserve its own episode, Millie. So thank you. And we will definitely be discussing it soon. Now for the next elevator pitch, we've got Pat. So let's hear what he's recommending. Hey, Cinemates, uh, friend of the podcast here, Pat. Um, just wanted to touch base and provide you with a bit of an elevator pitch for a show that I've absolutely been loving at the moment, uh, Top Boy on Netflix. Uh, brought to you by producers Ronan Bennett and Aubrey Graham, otherwise known as Drake. Um, this show explores mainly, I, I guess, uh, you know, the housing estates of East London uh, and the plight of, of some differing uh, gangs and in particular drug wars um, that obviously manifests itself, um, you know, throughout um, the setting of the show. Um, it's both obviously explored uh, in, in East London and also taken international as well. Um, the show is absolutely incredible, filled with all the drama and action that would come with, um, you know, a little synopsis uh, like that. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has given it 95%. I think it should have been a clean 100, but, um, you know, we'll let bygones be bygones. Um, whilst I have you as well, probably one of the most musically talented casts um, to grace the, the silver screen in, in quite some time. Uh, rappers Dave, Kano, Kit, and also singer uh, Thames as well, um, all, all prominent figures on the show as well. So there's four seasons now. Uh, get into them and, and hope you'll love them. I certainly have as well. 
Okay, interesting, Pat. Top Boy. I have seen it on Netflix and a lot of people have been pressuring me to watch it, but I've sort of never got around to it. Have you guys seen Top Boy? No, but I've had pressure from many, many people as well. Yeah, a lot of pressure about (laughs) about Top Boy. It's like aggressive (laughs) pressure. Yeah, it's very – everyone feels so strongly by it. So thank you, Pat. We'll definitely give it a watch and we'll see how it goes. So getting into it, to listeners out there who haven't seen Morbius or Secrets of Dumbledore yet, Boys, what would you say about the movies in one word? Expected. Okay. Josh? Oh, disappointing. Okay. Interesting. My one word is going to be joke. <laughs> Matt, what have you got? Your joke. Matt? It was shit. So shit is my one <laughs> Shit's your word. word. <laughs> yeah, pretty fitting. No, I think, um, yeah, both are pretty disappointing. So for the people who haven't seen it, I'd probably say don't see either. Don't spend. Don't, <laughs> don't waste the money. Don't give money. the studio your money. Forty bucks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but there, you got some words from us, so we'll be talking about some spoilers from here on. But before we get into it, we'll take a short ad break. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. All right, so getting into Morbius first. Boys, what were your sort of favorite scenes or quotes, if any? (laughs) I was going to say, do we have any? Nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. say like I didn't have a single one. Like, I'm glad that they also. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but there's obviously a lot of marketing for Morbius, and in the trailer they had that like stupid scene where he's like with the like robbers or something, and he's like, 
I'm he said, Venom. I'm Venom. And then he's oh, like, yeah. oh, just kidding. Oh, like, Dr. Yeah. Michael Morbius at your service. I was I like, you know, he says, he says, I'm Venom in the movie as well. Yeah, but he doesn't I was, say. I was like, what? I don't the get fuck? it. What, what I, yeah. The only thing that I liked about this movie was that they didn't include the Dr. Michael Morbius part. But why would you say I'm Venom? It doesn't make yeah, any sense. I don't get it's it. not funny. All. They're just referencing it for no reason. So, Sony's trying to do crossovers like, yeah. like the MCU does, but they just can't do it. Shut yeah. up. Yeah, so that was like the only good choice that they made. It wasn't the only thing they cut out of the trailer as well. But we'll, no, we'll get absolutely. Um, I thought I actually didn't mind the character of Morbius, like the villain slash superhero, whatever he is. Like, yeah. I think it's a decent idea and I can see like where they want to go with it, but it was just so poorly done. Um, like, yeah. Like I think the character itself has got some potential. Did you like Jared Leto at all? You know, I I don't mind Jared Leto. People give him a lot of crap, um, <laughs> but I actually th- I feel sorry for the guy. Like you feel a, sorry for him. Well, he's he's really, getting paid like millions of dollars. Yeah, I know. But he's um I think he's a really good actor, but um he just cops it. His I think he just does one like shit films from like one to the next. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. He's had a bad run. Yeah, I don't know lost. what his agent's doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, his <laughs> agent. Maybe don't be the Joker who's like the fifth Joker and like oh, yeah, yeah, but oh. and try method act your way. Well, like it. you think when you hear like. Jared Leto's the next joke. You're like, okay, like he could actually like, you know, pull it off at the time. But since then he's just spiraled. Yeah. Um, I think since Dallas Buyers Club, just. Oh, yeah. Great. yeah. Meh. 100%. Yeah. I was just going to say his last two comic book adaptations haven't been great, have they? No. Not at yeah. all. Did you have any nice things to say about <laughs> the movie, Josh? I, well, I do like Jared Leto. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and I, I didn't mind the character. I think it. they tried to. Obviously, you know, use the comic books um, as much as they could, and there were elements of that in the movie. But yeah, yeah, just way overdone in my opinion, and an okay performance from yeah. Jared Leto. Probably, yeah, not a great one, but yeah, I think the um, writing probably didn't do didn't him help, many favors it? either. Yeah, what did you have here? The one of the writers was like wrote Power Rangers. <laughs> You know the lines that come from Power Rangers, like you're like, not going to have that yeah, witty but, responses. So if you're Sony and you're like, okay, let's get this Morbius character in, like why are you getting the writers of Power Rangers? Yeah, like, so they've decided to go away from the Marvel creators or like the Marvel yeah, producers because yeah, yeah. they want to do their own thing, but it's just like it clearly <laughs> doesn't work. Like no. <laughs> have a look at yourself, champ. Yeah, exactly. So that just kind of is pretty telling of the writing. So... It sounds like there weren't re- many uh, good things that we liked about this movie. Let's get into the the many bad parts. What were some notable ones for you guys? Most of mine at the end of the movie, so I can jump in later. Okay. Um, so one that's just like I can't deal with is that scene with Matt Smith dancing in the hotel room when he gets his... <laughs> Um, powers. Oh my I just, god! Okay, is that, how long is that? Does that go for like a minute or something? Or it like goes for like goes for ages. It's a stupid amount of time, and I'm just sitting there like trying to sink into my like, like the the chair in the cinema, like yeah. trying not to be <laughs> Why seen am I by here? anyone. Why? Like, and he's like dancing to like that. It's like that sex song or something like that. And he's just, it, I, it's the worst thing I've ever watched in my entire it's life. So stupid. It was hard to watch a bad performance <laughs> from Matt Smith, to be honest. It really I'm a big was. Doctor Who fan. Yeah. Uh, but I just did not understand why he was in the movie. No, <laughs> no. It made absolutely yeah. no sense. Yeah. Also, like, no. Jump into his character. His character makes no his sense. His character <laughs> makes no <laughs> sense. So his his real name is Lucius, but he was called Milo for no reason yeah. by Morbius as a kid. And then, like, 
it was so predictable that he was going to end up like abusing yeah. the powers and like, yeah, we, we can obviously dive in more. Predictable but film. So predictable. Yeah. But yeah. just on the, the Milo note, like at the start, they like tried to establish this backstory like so quickly. And the, mo- the whole movie's rushed in general. It's so rushed. Yeah. Like yeah. make it longer for starters. And well, the not really, dialogue. I don't want to sit through all of it. <laughs> well, no, but maybe it would have been yeah. better if it was longer. You drew it out a bit. Um, but the dialogue was just so shit. And <laughs> at the start, like uh, one thing that was like really annoying was so Milo, whatever his name is, he like just passes out randomly, and then <laughs> like there's no staff anywhere, and Morbius like just like well they're probably like, they're probably no- in some really underfunded like orphanage or something like that. Yeah, but like yeah. I don't know, I just. Like to start like that, I was like, "This is gonna be so shit." Like, and then they end up um, like wanting to do his like kind of illegal experiments with the bats and stuff, and they say, "Oh yeah, we got to do it on international waters because we can't yeah. do it anywhere else." <laughs> and then the like the next scene is like at sea, and it says international waters like as like oh, yeah, setting the scene. It's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. we know that it's yeah. international waters. Like we don't need to see that oh, shit. Man. Just so stupid. Uh, so the female character, uh, one of the female leads, Martine, played by Adria Arjona, she's like doing the experiments with Morbius yeah. on this ship that they've hired like security for. And the security guards are just like being dicks like at them for <laughs> no reason. And then when Morbius like becomes the vampire... They just start shooting him, even though Morbius would have hired them to be there. Like yeah, these things didn't make any yeah. sense. Yeah. What did you guys think of that sort I think of it was part like of the movie? Would, as if they were trying to be there like in secret, but they were on a huge yeah. boat in international waters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> also like she, so he, she, the, the girl gets knocked out by the security guards and then Morbius ends up killing everyone on the ship. And then she's just like in a coma needing oxygen, but she just got knocked out. Like, did you guys think that was... I didn't understand it. <laughs> like, yeah. why does she need oxygen? The, the guy packs a wall up, that bloke. What, the security guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, like, she, did she not hit her head on the ground? Like, Yeah. yeah well, come on. I'm no doctor, but like, <laughs> like I just I thought know. it made no sense. Um, And then, like, I think, you know, we the talked speed, about the it before. The speed of the movie pisses me off in general just like you know when you watch a superhero movie and they like they sort of suck at the start and like yeah they have some sort of form of redemption that needs to make them like you know harness their powers yeah he's like in his office and he starts like doing backflips everywhere and like yeah like throwing this ball around and like being a beast you're like mate you just learned that within like 30 seconds Mm. so you just like yeah there's no like every single thing you can do like if a human developed powers of a bat like you're gonna be a bit spastic to start with yeah Obviously, wanted to get to that fight scene as quickly as possible. Yeah, literally, and also like going back to the the whole Milo Matt Smith character. Like we all said, how kind of predictable it was that he wanted the cure and like to have the powers, but then he goes from like being Morbius's best friend to then just like. Being a psychopath and yeah. wanting to like kill him, like just for yeah. no reason as uh, well. Morbius is gonna like get a cure for himself too. Yeah, because he's afraid of what he might do, like by drinking other people's blood. So he says, "Oh yeah, I'll cure you too." And he's like, "No, no, no, I don't want that." 
Yeah, but like, I, why, why do I? Why yeah. am I finding myself sticking up for this movie? No, but then, he, <laughs> then yeah. no, but then he kills like all these police officers and like random people just cause because he got beaten up when he was like ten. <laughs> it's just <What>? shit. <laughs> Mm, made no <laughs> sense. <laughs> what about also like the kind of random love story with uh, Martin and yeah. Morbius? Like, yeah. did we need that? Yeah. Like, I think so. Like, one thing that I noticed is like I'm not a big like not don't really know much about vampires or how they work or anything yeah, like yeah. that, right? And so like the scene where uh, what he bites her on the lip or something like that, and then she comes back to life, like when she dies. Yeah, I'm oh, like, dear. how the fuck did she just come back to life? Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm like asking. I reckon she becomes like a some sort of. Something, yeah, I don't know. yeah, probably. But apparently, it's because like sequel. If you I watch it, it's <laughs> no something way. to do with like the blood of a vampire before, yeah. like someone else dies or whatever like that. It can like bring you back to life or something, right? And but no one explained this. You just expected to know like yeah, how yeah, everyone's meant to know work. about vampire yeah, lore. Yeah. Like also like when she died, I was like, okay, like finally like something bad happens to Morbius. And then when she does come back, it's like, like I don't even care. Like yeah. what, what's she going to be? Like she's going to have her own spin-off movie. Like, because there was no, no, there's no like, huge character development in, in any of it. Like no. you just see Michael Morbius, like Jared Leto, like really skinny, like being all like crumbly yeah, with his little- jacked. With his little cane, and then and yeah. then you get heaps jacked, and you're like, okay, cool. Like, there's no emotional connection you have with any of these. No people. emotional connection at all. Also, like the CGI was pretty shit. Did you guys think that? Yeah, yeah, they clearly didn't put much. It, money yeah, and like it. the the cameras like flying past to like. Well, yeah, what it. I was saying to you the other day, like you're watching this fight scene of these guys going like like insane speed of these yeah like, you know, bat like powers. And then it will slow mo for like a second. You're like, oh, that's what's going on. And then it went yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. You're you're having like an aneurysm. It's like, like oh. a, yeah, you're yeah. seeing a lot of blobs on the screen, and then yeah, slow-mo. Lit- yeah, slow mo, and then blobs again. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know about you guys, but I thought uh, Morbius's powers were a bit ridiculous. Like, he's got the like hypersonic hearing or whatever. And apparently, he can hear like three kilometers away. Like, I'm sorry, that's not happening. Like, how? How would that even work to hear like yeah. one person like that thing three that, kilometers when away? When he did that with his ears, oh, that freaked me out. Yeah. It, like turned into like little like gills. Or yeah, like just fucking weird. Um, any other sort of parts that kind of pissed you off? Oh right, yeah, the um the post credit scene. Oh yeah, when, absolutely. When I just don't understand. First of all, they're not in the same universe as the MCU. So so post credit scene, right? Um. The vulture, um, Adrian Toomes, arrives and talks to Morbius, mm. setting up the Sinister Six to fight some whatever Spider-Man is in their universe, assuming it's Andrew Garfield. Yep. And first of all, we saw No Way Home. How does Adrian Toomes get from that universe to Morbius's universe when Doctor Strange was bringing people into his universe? So yeah, like not, the sending other, not the other away. way around. And then also, I don't know if Morbius became like a bit more evil when he bit that chick's like lip and had human blood for the first time. Yeah. So maybe that's he's a bit G'd up now, but he, he went from being like to be a good like guy. A nice guy yeah. trying to like not do anything wrong with his powers. Yeah. Adrian Toomes <laughs> goes, you want to fuck this Spider-Man guy up? And he goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all for it. What the yeah, hell? Yeah. Like, and then the it whole movie. Ends, and I'm like, okay, like what? I've got so no idea. Stupid. It's only, so, a tr- only a try hards, man. They're just yeah. rushing. I think they're just going to rush the Sinister Six and hope oh. it works. Yeah, like, just like try and get some money. Also like, so Vulture was like very much in the trailers and you thought yeah. he would be oh, like that a bigger really part. Oh, that really annoyed me. And I, I saw on was IMDb. Yeah. What he's, trailers was he in? 
like was, all he, of he them. Was, yeah, yeah I thought he was going to be like a big part of the movie. And yeah, get there. yeah, yeah. Um, and on IMDb, he was the seventh highest, um, like person on the Probably cast because he was the seventh highest paid. Because it's Michael mm. Keaton. Well, he was in the thing for ten seconds. Like <laughs> it also didn't sound like Michael Keaton's voice. Well, you reckon they yeah. got like yeah, genuinely? I reckon they like fake. Like I reckon they like AI'd like similar to his voice. Like <laughs> oh, I could, I I could find know. a clip of him in like you know Spider Man uh, yeah. Homecoming, and then him in that, and it just does not sound like him. Yeah, I think just as a random thought as well, um, like when. In the final battle scene with um, Milo and Morbius, like Milo completely like shreds up Morbius. Like he's like, you know, nearly like sort of dead. And then Morbius just like gets all these bats to like swarm (laughs) Milo (laughs) and like pin him down. And then he just kills him so easily after having... They just wanted to end the movie. I mean. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> go on, on bro. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> um, but yeah, just fucking ended so weirdly. And then you got the Sinister Six like tie in. Yeah, yeah. I, it was just shit. Best so, part about it was actually the fact that there will be a Sinister Six, which I didn't catch yeah. on to until you just mentioned Angus. So. Yeah. So who else is in Sinister Six? Has like um, Scorpion, which at the end of Spider-Man: Homecoming, Multiverse, yeah. he's got the Scorpion tattoo on his neck, like in the prison, with Adrian Toomes. It's Mysterio, who's already dead, so doesn't really make sense. There's uh, Hobgoblin. Well, Mysterio, Mysterio in six one six could Wait, be Mysterio. Was they not, have to bring he him. Was, he was, no, but he was lying. Yeah, Maybe exactly. there was another one out there. Oh yeah, oh, one yeah. with actual powers rather than drones. Yeah, real, real. Um, true. And then there's uh, <coughs> Rhino. Rhino. Yeah, Rhino. And then there's that like barbarian bloke, the, Craven, Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter. Yeah. yeah, and then he's got a movie coming out too. So they are yeah. setting up for it for sure. Yeah. yeah, they need to redeem themselves. Like, yeah, it's just shit. But can't they just do that in the MCU? Can't they just let Kevin Feige produce it? He's so much better. They just need to give it up and, like, just... They can still get money for it, but just let yeah. Marvel do it. Yeah. You know what I was like, like... Actually, when the movie started, it was just, like... And it said something about, like, um, with the Marvel comics or something like that. It didn't have, like, its usual... And I was just like, wait a second. Is this not actually... <laughs> a Mar- Why am I here? Like, it's like an Aldi version of Marvel. Yeah, yeah. And I was, and I was just like... Oh, Home brand. Home brand, yeah. 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 So weird. I think the biggest disappointment was all the trailers were leading up to Spider-Man might be in this. And yeah. the reshoots, and there was a lot of reports coming out saying, you know, they've, they've shot a scene with... Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And so that was what kind of got me excited for it. And it just didn't happen at all. No. And also, like, I'm pretty sure in the trailers there was like the posters of like yeah. Spider-Man being like a murderer and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Oscorp Tower as well from Garfield. Oh, universe. really? Yeah. So yeah, I just, think that was the biggest disappointment. hundred percent. Maybe maybe they did, but either way, like just just shit. Any other sort of final takes on the masterpiece. Uh, we've got a couple of fun facts here. Okay. Um, obviously, Leto gets really into his roles. Yep. Um, method acting. I feel like he method acts like too much. Like there's some roles you don't need a method act. <laughs> but this one, he he read every single bit of Morbius content in like comics wow. that he could. That's a lot. Every single one. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's like a freak. Oh my god. Damn. Well, the writing didn't really. Let him. Like, well, yeah, he didn't go. Yeah, you don't get to utilize all that information no. he has in his head. And then um, with his method acting, even though he doesn't use a wheelchair in the movie, like because he was like all crippled at the start, <laughs> he had 
he had people pushing him around in a wheelchair, like between no between <laughs> scenes. <laughs> Morbius. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. That's a bit extreme. All that for uh, for a movie like that, hey? Yeah. You <laughs> know, just yeah, take it down a notch. So that is a wrap for Morbius. Hope you enjoyed it. And now we'll be getting into Fantastic Beasts: Secrets of Dumbledore. Let's get straight in, guys. What were your sort of favorite scenes or quotes from the movie? Really love the opening scene. I think um, it was a great way to kind of introduce Mads uh, Mikkelsen yep. into the role, and sure. also set up the story arc between him and Dumbledore, which would, you know, yeah, is it the plot of the movie? Uh, honestly, I don't. Know. <laughs> we'll get into <laughs> we'll that. We'll get into that. There's like uh, four but, different plots, and they're all like, yeah, they all converge <laughs> yeah. on each other. At yeah. The end. Uh, but yeah, I really loved good that idea. scene. I thought that kind of... Yeah, that scene was the in the cafe? Yeah, in the cafe. Yeah. It kind of gave me hope for the movie. And then, uh, yeah. ho- and then horrible CGI fire. Yeah. That's all. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I agree. Still was a great opening. And also, I think that Jude Law and Mads Mikkelsen were great. Like They had a good dynamic. They had a good dynamic. They also acted really well. Obviously, Mads was taking over from uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, in this one. And I think it was pretty seamless. Like I liked yeah. that they casted him. Yeah. And he kind of became Grindelwald like immediately, I thought. I didn't, I actually didn't realize that Johnny Depp was in the previous film. <laughs> yeah. Like I, maybe it was well, one of those things that's like when you see something and then you go back and see it again, you're like, yeah. what it wasn't like, it was something different. And um, he was in the first one for like two minutes. Just the, the end. end. And then and in then the second it, one. Because it was Polyjuice yeah. And then the second one, you still only follow like Eddie Redmayne and like, mm. his crew. So you yeah. not really get to see it. Johnny like for probably a total of half an hour yeah. like, at max. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't realise that he was actually in it. So I just... Yeah. 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 I thought as well, um, it obviously then cuts to kind of being in the forest with Newt. Um, and there was like a pretty cool battle between him and Credence. And like you see how powerful Credence has become. I was like, okay, like I like this sort of I, start. I do like how obviously we're further down the line in these Harry Potter films that um, the like the CGI and the editing is a lot better with like yeah. these fights. Yeah, like, the they fights can do a are... lot more cool stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, in comparison yeah. to like the first Harry Potter. Very oh, reminiscent yeah. of um, that fight scene in I think the sixth Harry Potter where they're in the fields outside the Weasley house. Oh kind yeah, of reminded me of that. A little yeah, bit. yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. I thought as well when um, Grindelwald kind of has the the animal. What, what are they called again? Chillin. Yeah, chillin. Yeah. Um, chillin. He like he like slits its throat, and I was like, Jesus, like this guy's pretty twisted. Yeah. And he lets the blood just like kind of pour all over him. So I was like, okay, like this is an interesting start. Like we'll see where it goes, but yeah. Nothing really. So, did the blood give him the power to see? Is that because I, I think didn't really so. understand that bit? I think Wait, so. For him to see, no, he no. he has the what's legitimacy, or he's able to just do that, like what um, Snape and Voldemort could do. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, clemency. Okay. Clemency. Yeah. Okay. Right. Interesting. Clemency. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's um, able to do that, and when we were watching like that, um, the pitch meeting. Yeah, that pitch meeting <laughs> YouTube video and. The bloke's like, yeah, so we'll say that um, Grindelwald has the ability of occlumency. So, you know, we have to make our plan is having no plan at all. So, and Because <laughs> no one can talk about the and plan. And that's just making it so there's just no plot line or like we don't know what the main characters <laughs> yeah. are, yeah. are doing. I didn't understand that. Just so weird. We'll get into that shortly, but any other sort of parts that you guys liked about it? I thought uh, I thought the casting was great overall. Um, I thought Jude Laura's carried the whole film. Like mm. I think he's a really, really... 
uh, great actor, like pretty much everything yeah. he does um, <laughs> is is amazing. Um, and yeah, I, I just like how it brings back that like nostalgia of um, of Harry Potter. Yeah, um, like similar like universe and like, you disagree. It doesn't bring back nostalgia at all because like not even just like the universe, like even just like them, just like even seeing Hogwarts, being yeah, in the world, the being in the world, yeah. the Wizarding World. Yeah. yeah, give me three minutes of Hogwarts. Though. But I'll touch, I'll <laughs> touch that on that in my uh, yeah. in my negatives. Okay. Yes. Um, Any other takes? We're obviously way off the timeline of the movie, but um, my favorite like part of the movie was the end. Um, because it ended, or no, <laughs> <laughs> no, when um when. Uh, Kowalski was getting married to oh, Queenie. Yeah. I just thought that was a nice scene, and, mm. and Dumbledore's outside watching it, and you know yeah. e- Eddie being like really socially awkward, has got to do the, the best man speech, and he's like freaking out. Oh my god! Uh, but it's cool because then it's like, that's like a you know Muggle um, wizard relationship. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, that was making me smile a lot. That was probably my favorite scene. All right, now let's get into the the gripes that we've got with this. I think for me, I don't know why this was the first one that I thought of, but. Credence and Dumbledore have this battle because, like, obviously it's been revealed that Credence is part of the Dumbledore family being Aurelius's son. Um, and the fight was so random. Like, it was kind of similar to, like, Doctor Strange's, like, the mirror, dimension. mirror Dimension. Like, yeah. Yeah. they were kind of just floating yeah. through all these puddles and like throwing yeah, bricks they, like, at each go other into the train station or something i, I didn't understand like, underground i or didn't understand what was going on and then, then that fight one. like credence versus dumbledore that should be like insanely powerful yeah and yeah. then it made me think of like oh like when dumbledore fights voldemort in the ministry of magic and like yeah he's throwing up like voldemort's throwing up like like fire from his mouth like some dragon and um, yeah, Dumbledore's like throwing these like water like water spheres, and they were just they're just doing like these lightning bolts constantly. There's nothing like cool happening. Mm. Yeah, I think because mm. obviously we we do get those sort of lightning bolts later, but I think they were trying to just do a different battle, and it it was just weird. I don't yeah. know why I didn't like it. Um, what did you guys think about the uh, worst parts? Yeah, what was some? I think overall in the movie, um, because there is like a a minimal plot line. You're just like sort of along for the ride. They, you're just like floating. Along. They make it like like cinematically, it's like amazing. Like you're you go through yeah. all these different countries in the Wizarding World, and that's mm. sick. Mm. So the location and the set, the sets are like amazing. <clears throat> um, so that sort of covers up just for like I don't know a subpar plot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think so. It does to, take to, you on to a journey actually, yeah. across the world, which yeah. is cool. And as well, like it is a good looking movie, but yeah. the contents of it it's just because the great. obviously the production costs. Yeah. Are, yeah. It's like a sky the high. set in um, Berlin was pretty cool. The yeah. Ministry yeah. of Magic, and I also love how they've kind of um, like done different Ministry of Magics in each different yeah. city. It's like slight yeah. variations because we haven't cool. really got that sort of international element uh, in the Harry Potter's. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. like number four when you get Durmstrang and Burbatons come along. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's about, um, that's about like the extent you get to know from wherever, yeah. wherever else. Yeah, yeah Crumb. I yeah. thought another one that I that like really annoyed me was. You get introduced to Lally Hicks, played yeah. by Jessica Williams, and wait, is she the one that's like written a book? Like they both written books, which yeah. Like, so she like Harry she's a teacher and Hermione like used to like like do. Was she a teacher or? at Hogwarts or the American? I thought it was the American maybe it was school. the American school. But she's yeah. written a book, and they they study that book. They yeah, study the school. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, like her accent was like English, but also American. So I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Second one is. 
the way she apparates is she has this book and all the pages like fly out of it and they got to wait like 20 seconds just standing oh, yeah. there and then yeah. they jump into the book. It's like, can you not just that fucking apparate like normally? It's yeah. so odd. The, the book, the page thing. Fight yeah. scene thing. Oh, God. What, yeah, about, te- what about teasing us that um, Dumbledore's given a muggle, Kowalski, a wand and I was like, oh, this could be hectic. Like... Yeah. Imagine if he's imagine got like if a, imagine got Dumbledore power. knew he's got like a bit of magic inside of him, like he's a mudblood or something. Yeah. And then no, 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 they just like you know use him as a decoy. It's <laughs> a fake. Yeah. Like what is that? I thought that would have been really cool. Yeah, they just didn't do anything with it. Mm. I thought another one that we're obviously jumping over the place a bit, but um, the character uh, who's kind of part of their their crew, but um, his name's Yusuf, I think Yusuf Karma, and like he weirdly just starts working for Grindelwald. Yeah. Like it's meant to be like as a spy or whatever, but they never really explain it because they can't <laughs> reveal their plan stupidly. But then at the end of the movie, he like wipes out all the guys to save Newt and whoever else. And it's like, okay, great. Like he's, you know, come back. And it I just had no I impact. Don't, I don't care about him. Yeah, like, no one no, cares. It's Not, just unnecessary, I think. Yeah. yeah like, but also like when he... Does he take away his sister's memories? Is that what he does? Oh, yeah, that was yeah. pretty... That why, actually was pretty gnarly, though. But why doesn't he just take away all the memories he has of Dumbledore? And then, you know, he could be yeah. could a it, follower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, That's true. Could have done it so differently in that aspect, 100%. Um, and equally as well, the, like, assistant Monty, she <laughs> is the one who, like, brings the case at the very end, like, so that no one could know. And she's like, oh, like, I had to keep it secret. And, like, that was the whole twist of the movie. And it's like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like, it's just a diversion. It's like, wasn't okay. it? Yeah, it was meant to, like, when they be, like, the, the big reveal. They all picked the cases and none of them went to know which one, but the whole time she knew which one was the one she was meant to take. Yeah. I Well, I guess, like, they could have picked the one that was in front of her, but. Yeah. Nah, just, she knew the whole time. Yeah. It was just fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, I think what personally, um, I think that um, just the whole like universe wizarding world thing, I just can't get over Harry Potter. I can't just watch it. This I, I can't look at this movie and just yeah. be like, oh yeah, this is going to be good. Like I just yeah. expecting Harry Potter to come out, uh, which I know is probably, yeah, far from what's going to happen. But yeah, it's no, like, you, he's yeah, not born yet. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm like, you're kind of like, this is the same universe. Like yeah, you're yeah. so like ingrained in Harry Potter, like, yeah. You've grown up on it, you're like, yeah, yeah I'm expecting. Yeah, what, what I say with that is like, I'm just saying, is the effect of these like these charm, the charming effect of these movies, is it wearing off on us as we get older? Like, because we nah. grew up with those Harry Potters, and every single time you flick one of those on, you're like, oh, pure nostalgia, like mm. it just hits you. Well, that's, so you're loving yeah. it, but when these new storylines come out, and like you know, we're twenty three, four, whatever, yeah, you can't appreciate it as much, or you're not like, yeah, as soaked into it. Well, that's the thing. Like, usually a lot of these kind of you know, reboots or spin-offs will take something from the old ones so that there's a bit of carryover. Like, yeah, they do these like tiny little hints, like you know, Newt Scamander, but he's written Fantastic Beasts, which is what they used to read in, um, yeah, you know, the third Harry Potter or whatever. And then, um, you know, they they just talk, they do little references back to back, yeah. like uh, to stuff that's going to happen in the future, and you go, like, oh wow, and then. You know, it's over in like yeah. five seconds. The other thing is like if you're going to start something new and like do six or seven movies, which is what they plan to do, like we need to care about these characters. But like who's the main Who character? Who cares for Newt? 
Who the? Put your yeah. hand up. <laughs> Newt's this like socially awkward guy. Like this movie's called Secrets of Dumbledore. But like. What were his secrets, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The, the blood pact. The blood pact. Get into the blood pact. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Don't start me on the blood pact. Okay, pack. let's talk about the blood pact. So at the start we get like, and, and it's been hinted in the other two that they can't go against each other. Yeah. And like then it's like kind of strangling him stuff just for thinking about. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. This like, thing's like real, like, yeah. Is, and then at the end, like, oh, no, no, like fate, like, Allowed me to oh. <laughs> go against him, and it's like, okay, sweet. It was like, it's so, gone. Like Dumbledore was like, oh, well, oh, that was pretty like, uh, like shocking. Oh, it's it's all good. Like, yeah, yeah. He was like pretty like shocked that it just <clears throat> like like went away. Do we ever see Grindelwald's blood pack thing as well? Or does never? One? I think yeah. no, it's a singular one between. Oh, them. it's only a singular one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Dumbledore holds it. Right. I see. Um, but in that uh, pitch meeting, the guys like kind of hang out how the blood pack just went away and he's like oh no but it's magic so like you can't question it (laughs) it's like that's what they've done like but yeah the thing is what you said like it plays such an integral part through like the first three movies of this whatever six part series and then it just vanishes like like that like like the like the director was just like uh uh, just just get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's also integral to like Dumbledore's character as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, this whole thing with Grindelwald that I don't think they hinted at in the maybe in the books a little bit, but it's, you know, a, a quite big thing to just get rid of straight away like that. Or, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. And the other thing is that they then now that it's like broken, they then have like a 1 minute battle and you know you I don't know about you guys, but I was thinking okay, like we can get past it if it's a good, like, epic battle between yeah. these two, like, no, the biggest light, wizards in the world. Bolts. Well, it was, like, a few lightning bolts and then yeah. he just, they just stop because, like, they, they like, hug or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, just, it, yeah. They, they love each they, other. They're, they're obviously trying to drag it out for the next ones, but, mm, like, yeah. fucking just do something. Wait, so what? We just watched them try catch Grindelwald. The next movie, are we going to watch him chase down Grindelwald again because mm. he escaped? Like, he got away. He got away. So it's just and then like he gets away one Grindel- more time and then chasing Grindelwald again. I don't know. Number six. Know. That's when they're gonna get when they're gonna get him. Yeah. The other thing is like it's obviously fantastic beasts, but do you guys give a shit about the beasts? No. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> in the first one. The first one was great. First one. You got to see like, like oh, first well, inside his briefcase. Right. That was pretty cool. In the that first was one. cool. Yeah. And then but like this one didn't happen. Well, it moves inside the. It's called Fantastic Beasts. It moves away from the beasts. Like, but they just had to have that chilling to like. Yeah, the title of the movie's alive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the other thing is that he's got that like kind of platypus mm. beast who's like you know trying to they try and make him like a bit of comedic relief. And there's a part in that slow mo scene, I think when someone's like coins were like in the air or something, and the oh, platypus is like jail, yeah. reaching yeah. for yeah. the coins, and everyone in the yeah. cinema laughed. I was like, that is not funny. Like yeah, that <laughs> like, platypus can fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I actually off. like the the little like stick insect thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah like, that's like, actually, that scene was good. He's usually like, picks locks and everything, yeah. and yeah, like he's got when a he bit picked of the lock, oh, yeah. and then he went and like and say to him there was that big scorpion thing in the that world. That thing was freaky. As yeah, well. that was freaky. Yeah. What about speaking of what about the like crab walking? Crab walking. Oh, that was so cringe. I forgot about that until you mentioned it. Let's talk about three minutes. Three minutes of crab walking. Oh, that was odd. painful uh, and watch. so many people laughed in the cinema no as way well. yeah. Yeah, yeah and they're like oh this is hilarious and i'm like no it's not <laughs> yeah i had that as well but it was yeah. just 
I saw, I think I saw. Oh, so you were laughing, Josh, were you? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I saw this movie. <laughs> Before I saw it, I saw this like glimpse of um, Jimmy Kimmel was interviewing uh, Eddie Redmayne about the movie and they were talking about like, oh, can you share anything like that like happens in the movie? And Eddie Redmayne was like trying to publicize this crab walk. And he's like, I won't say anything, but all I'll do is like this. And he like did the dance. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's not like, it's not epic. Like, it's not cool. Like, it's, you've got this like really terrifying monster that's like about to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just, what did his brother do? I, I sort of understand. Like, did they just imprison, like, put him in prison for the sake of it or? I think so. Yeah. Because he's an aura. Like they just right. wanted to get okay. rid of him. So therefore he's oh, no, a he, no, because he like infiltrated the German um, ministry. So he had power over a few guys there and they were like, oh, might as well just... This guy's just chuck you in jail. He's an American aura, just get him in jail. Right, okay. Yeah. Because they're corrupt. Also, I feel like it got swept under the rug. So in the last movie, his wife or girlfriend, who play, who's played by um, Zoe Kravitz, she yeah. sacrifices herself or dies. Mm. But then that's just like forgotten about. Like no, no, he's pretty cut up about it. There's a few scenes. Like, yeah, but like barely. Where, where she gets mentioned and he's like, he's like off it. Um, but then what about how, oh, it's pro- I don't know, it's probably like a contract thing, but the other Queenie's sister just mm. doesn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't get that. And oh my God. We watched that in that in that YouTube video, that pitch meeting or whatever. God, this guy's getting a lot of shout outs. also Nagini as well wasn't in it. And she had a big oh, part yeah. to play in the oh, I forgot one. about her. Yeah, yeah. Why wasn't she in the third one? I have but no he said, idea. What about how Queenie... Her sister is like being like taken by Grindelwald, converted. Yeah. yeah, they're sort of going to save her and take down Grindelwald, and she's like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm busy like yeah. with other stuff. Like, no, <laughs> you're not busy. This is the most like intense thing that's happening yeah. in the there's, wizarding there's world. Like a war and about you're an stuff. aura. Like, why aren't you helping out? Yeah. yeah, she's also like a very big part of the other movies. And in the first one, it was kind of teased that Newton her had a bit of a thing. No, yeah, but they brought that, that back at the end. She was in the movie for five minutes. What the fuck was that? Yeah, it made, made no sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, great movie. I, I have all over no shop, idea. Um, also, at the wedding, when they do see each other, like Newt's being all like awkward. Like, well, what do you yeah, expect? Is and <laughs> just oh man, it really annoyed me. The other thing is just to like sort of as a final note, like was it meant to be about Dumbledore or who's it meant to be I about? I, I, I went into the movie, I was like. Not a big fan of these movies anyway, um, yeah. but it's about Dumbledore. And I was like, okay, this is going to be cool. Like it's going to bring back some real nostalgia. Like this yeah. is going to be great. And um, and like to be fair, like Jude Law was great. I thought like he was good, but there just wasn't enough of him. Like nah. like he's such a like yeah, he's a one of the best actors wizard. in that slate of actors. Yeah. And, yeah, but it's like they didn't him. showcase like his abilities and his powers like yeah. to the extent of what we see in the original Harry Potters. Um, being a Harry Potter fan as well, like this – this one dives into a lot more of like the Dumbledore family history and like, yeah. and the connection between Grindelwald and the sister. And, mm. um, and yeah. I already Which sort of, cool like, I watched, I watched like heaps of YouTube videos, like from all these like blokes who are like bigger Harry yeah. Potter fans than me. I already knew all that stuff. Like, I already knew that, you know, they'd had a fight and like killed the sister and, and whatnot. Cause like, she so, was an obscure. Yeah. As so well. there's all these facts that Harry Potter fans know just from like, I'm reading extra content from JK Rowling and whatnot mm. that, you sort of already knew before going into this. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like we're talking about how there's these things that kind of weren't really talked about. Also like the writing was pretty weird. A lot of it didn't make much sense, but the writers were JK Rowling herself and Steve Cloves who did Deathly Hallows part two. So mm-hmm. it's like 
They've and done, David Yates is the and director. David Yates David is Yates. the director. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. these people have made like the best Harry Potter, in my opinion. Like but they had good foundations to work with yeah. with the is that original they had ones. The book though, like to help them. Or that's true. There's obviously yeah. more source material than Fantastic I mean, Beasts. It'd be interesting to know how much of this J.K. actually wrote. She might have. Yeah, because it was just books. one book, right? Fantastic Beasts. I think, yeah. I yeah. thought it was like a short story. I thought it was a short story, yeah. 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 <laughs> They're just like yeah. pumping yeah. movies out. <laughs> they just dragged three movies out of this really small book. Yeah. <laughs> and there's more. There's minimum two more to come, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right? the other thing is that obviously Ezra Miller has gone, like he's not going to be in it, right? I f- Credence is a shit character, man. <laughs> they expect us all to like empathise with him that he's been like left yeah. alone, but like you've just been killing all these people and being a fuckwit, so I don't care. Like, and now he's going to be on the like the good team. Well, yeah. Any other final takes? I didn't get the and it was kind of played out in the second one as well. But Prof- Professor McGonagall, isn't she like? Wasn't she born in like the nineteen forties or something? And this yeah. is set in the nineteen twenties. Yeah, this is definitely in the twenties. That was one of the unanswered questions from the second one that they just kind of swept over. Yeah, because she was in the second one, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah, and I think in this one. Um, uh, yeah, I Dumbledore think, asks her to um, take his classes or something. Yeah, I think, yeah, I yeah. think JK, she's known for like stuffing up some timeline sort of things. Right. Well, she doesn't really mind. I feel like it's a bit of a cop out, but Dumbledore was like hundreds of years. No, he's like, don't he's they like, joke that he's like 150? Yeah, give yeah. or take. In, give or take, in yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> so he would be what, like 50 in this one? Yeah, maybe his age is slower. Yeah. yeah, so maybe they just age slower. Maybe he has the, the Philosopher's Stone. And That's that. true. But I think Josh might be right. I'm pretty sure if you look up where, like, when McGonagall was born, like it's it doesn't line up with this. Yeah. Or is it her mum? Could be. Maybe it is her mum. Yeah, I also... Be. Who's a teacher same, as well. Same yeah. name. And, yeah. <laughs> same name, same yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, honestly? <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep watching it because I, like, hope for better, but... Will you? Will you like, keep watching yeah, it? I'll, I'll keep doing it, yeah. to be honest. Well, next one they're going like, to say, like, Harry Potter's secrets, like, whatever. Like, they're going to try and get people back in by... Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yarn. Like, in the the last one was pretty underwhelming, and at the end I was like, okay, like, they've got some stuff to play with. And then I was like, okay, Credence is, like, pretty powerful. Like, he, like, blows up a mountain or stuff, something yeah. at the end. Yeah. But then this one just did nothing. So if the next one redeems itself, then maybe I'll stick with it. Um, but nonetheless, not a great film. A good venting session, actually. Mm. Yeah, needed to really get that off my chest. So that is a wrap for both Morbius and Fantastic Beasts. Hope you enjoyed the double header. So thank you so much, as always, for listening into this episode of Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. And a huge thank you to Angus, Matt, and Josh for coming on the show. It was great to chat with you. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. No worries enjoyed it and as always please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes and if you want to send in a mailbag or do an elevator pitch to me send us a dm on instagram or tiktok at cinemaze underscore otherwise we'll catch you for the next episode thanks so much for listening to this episode of cinemates make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms also check out our instagram tiktok and youtube channel for more cinemaze content In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemaze is based. 
We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time and chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.